0: Yo, yo,
1: my god, how you feeling?
0: Man, I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, welcome to phase one NBA talk show. You know, here talking NBA, uh, with my guy, Wicked Assassin, in the building. Um, you know what it is. So, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on last night' games?
0: I only man. got to a couple, but... man. I, I've got to see the uh, the Mavericks and the Suns and on NBA TV as I was watching as they they were showing like like little snippets of the uh Atlanta versus uh Los Angeles game and I've got to say um I'm not jumping off the Luca for MVP bandwagon but I'm kind of on the edge um I feel like he is kind of succumbing to the pressure or maybe he, he just doesn't have any help. Or maybe the teams that he used to beat uh, last se- season just got better. I, I don't know, bro. It, it's, it's He's struggling right now. You, you know, for um, for his standard, he's kind of struggling to um just a personal opinion. I, I think he's struggling. Um, and the Atlanta-Los Angeles game, I see that LeBron was trying to get uh, AD going for the first three quarters until he got heckled. Then he was like, you know what? These motherfuckers don't know who the fuck I am. I am King James. King James. LeBron James. And went off. But the biggest story was about the was was about the heckler. Like I woke up today and I went on my Instagram. Even DJ Academics like posted that heckler on it. Then it was um, Bleacher Report, then Sports Center, then House of Highlights. I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't get away from this story, bro. You know what I mean? So and. In a nutshell, that's what 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 I thought about it, and, and I only seen two games; those two.
1: Well, still, here, like the heckler is definitely one of the biggest stories that I've heard. I really don't care about, to be honest. I mean, if this was any other star, let's be honest, nobody would have cared. Like we wouldn't give this enough attention. I hear people comparing it to like the Malice in the Palace and stuff oh, like no. that. no! I don't think it's that deep. I think it's LeBron James. LeBron James is, you know, the face of the league, so it's getting national news story. But at the end of the day, I really don't care. Man, that's how I feel about it. But let's get to these bubbles because they starting to pile up.
2: going well, we fall up. off the edge of that motherfucker, man. is Luke, <laughs> Luke started to disappoint me. Fall off the edge of that <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Yo, yo.
0: No, no, wait, 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 wait! I will not give up on my man until the All Star break. I don't know if they're having the All Star break, but I like I don't know, man. I, I I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on him, and he he's losing games where he's supposed to rise up to to that MVP caliber, and I don't think he's living up to. it. And it's extremely disappointing. But I'm not
1: I'm, I'm not falling off yet. Yeah. I'm more so dis- disappointed in the Mavericks. In general, like me and Roger will tell you, like we've been betting heavy on the Mavericks. Like we think, like eventually they gonna fall out. their slump, but it's like every time they get the opportunity to break the slump, they find new ways to lose. Like I don't think nothing's worse than seeing Brooklyn lose the way they lost by that horrible play. Like I, I'm still upset about that. I'm I don't even root for the Brooklyn Nets, but oh wait a it's minute, it's like teams. All right, let's get these bubbles. <laughs>
2: You can... Right. Pardon the noise if it's any in the back, I'm running, but uh yo, this girl went from ten thousand followers to thirty thousand today. Just off of that that uh them post she had about LeBron. Hey fucker riding right
0: the pussy.
3: Me. Yeah, one more. Jason Tatum is the best player in the NBA
1: we gonna get into that, we're gonna get into that. Um uh, what Ron James talking about as far as her getting $10, that was the whole purpose of her doing it. Like, think about it, like, what's her name? Like, they call her Karen or whatever. Like, that's what she wanted to do. That was the whole objectivity, like, as I said, I'm not gonna get that story enough attention because I can't other important stuff going on in the world. I don't wanna see that. First thing I wake up in the morning on ABC News, like, I don't know when I'm getting my stimulus. So I could put it into FanDuel or something like that. But Jason Tatum, is Jason Tatum the best player in the NBA right now? I would have to say no. Mm. My best player has to be LeBron James. Because even at 36, the numbers, he almost, LeBron flips around with a triple-double every night. Like, he was like two points, no, two rebounds, three rebounds away, two assists away from a triple-double. Like, this man could do this at ease. So right now, the best player for me has to be LeBron James. And I'm not even the biggest LeBron James fan, by the way.
0: Um, so I would take that mantle. Met- um, I am the biggest LeBron James uh between us from our duel Uh because like I said in the past, he plays the way I play. Uh I do other stuff well. And I do score, but I also look forward to like facilitate rebounding defense. But um, before we move on, I would like I would like to mention the the game between the Wizards and the Nets. And I said the Nets their <laughs> biggest or their weakest link is defense. How how they lost to us twice and the first time was when Kyrie missed the go-ahead and Katie missed the go-ahead now this time Westbrook missed the go-ahead right then they scored Bradley Bill came down heaved a three made it um Joe Harris had like this mental breakdown passed it to number 24 I forget his name excuse me but shout-out to him. Pass it to Westbrook. And he shot it in between their eyes. We end up winning this game by 140, I believe, 148 to, like, 146. Listen, I love the Nets' talent, right? I love it. I think they're going to be a great team. But when it comes playoff time where – when everything slows down and every possession means something, you ain't going to hit all them shots. Let's be honest. You ain't going to hit all them shots. You're going to miss them. And if you can't stop anybody, there's no way that you could win a playoff series. Anyways, that's all I have to say about that. Go Wiz. We, we suck, but we still beat the Nets twice. So there you have it, NBA. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pop this bubble real quick.
2: Yo, the only thing that bothered me was she tried to hype up the set talking about something. Oh yeah, he said, sit down, bitch. And who are you, bitch, and all this. I'm like, yo, fam, we don't believe you. We need more people. Like, <laughs> LeBron been in the league too long and the poster shot too long. To ever talk to a fan like that in the game, not even privately, not even like out by, by himself. Like, you talking about in-game, never. He would never say that to you. You're full of shit. I hope they ban you family.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of over it. Um, I feel like rich white folks... Think that they can talk shit to LeBron because he has those L's on his finals record. And I feel like they get juiced up by Skip Bayless. Like, Skip talks shit, but Skip knows what time it is. Like, he will go against a bump squad if they're going against LeBron James because he built his career off hating on LeBron James, right? So, he put batteries on these people's back. Now, have you noticed, like, that guy and that girl, like, they're super rich, so they already feel entitled. Then, that guy must have said something. And LeBron James respond back, like, yo, shut the fuck up. And that white privilege summoned her. Like, don't talk to my husband like that. But he could cuss at you, but you can't cuss at him. Like, yo, bitch, who the who the fuck is you, bro? So, so yeah, like that's the last thing I'm gonna say about that. But we won't let somebody like that just derail LeBron James. That's why that's why he scored nine points on that ass. He was taking it easy. He was letting Anthony Davis go off. But once they said something, he went ahead and spake that ass and
1: they got kicked out. That's it. I mean Ron J said it perfectly. Like LeBron been in the league too long to be caring about stuff like that. It's hard for me to believe LeBron really caught this fan a bitch on national. Well, what the game was on NBA TV. Well, it wasn't national television, but LeBron knows his cameras everywhere. Like I don't got LeBron doing that.
0: No, I, I don't think he called her a bitch, but I do think that her husband said something that was very disrespectful and he just responded and, you know, I don't like, I don't blame any, any anybody for their reaction but for every action there's a re- reaction like, not everybody is going to take, like, criticism with, like not, excuse me, not anybody, not everybody is going to let criticism roll off their back, especially if they are disrespectful. Now, for a guy like Le- LeBron James that had been in the league for that long just to respond to a, to a generic criticism, I don't think so. I think that guy said something very disrespectful. And, and you know how people can be disrespectful at a basketball game. And the guy is rich. And I know you study psychology. So the guy crossed that line, which prompt LeBron James to answer. Because with me, I'm a guy that I'm very level-headed. Like, I could take criticism. But if you cross the line, I'm going to say something. Because I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm a man first. Like, this shit, this is what I do. Right? Right? I just play basketball or I just work, that's just part of my life. But my life is being a black man, and if you disrespect that, I'm going to come at you. It, it don't matter, you know what I'm saying. My spirit animal is Westbrook. Westbrook don't take no disrespect,
1: <laughs> yeah. Westbrook don't take no disrespect in the media. I mean, like I said, like all the, all the points you made is valid as far as you know, not taking disrespect. I mean, I don't know. She was escorted out. And As far as the money, I already don't want to get the ladies no, no right. energy that I had today as yeah. far as the show. Cause, man, okay. at the end of the day, man, fuck her. Like <laughs> She got what she wanted. She she wanted the fans, all the Karens across the world and all across the nation, go buy down, give her respect. At the end of the day, they take away from the amazing basketball game that we saw, the Atlanta Hawks actually competing with the LA Lakers. Or we can look at it like the Lakers not really caring. And letting this game almost slip away from you. Like, what did you take away from that?
0: I took away from them being tired, them being tired of being on the road. Them, um, their leader, LeBron James, just letting uh, Anthony Davis go, go off because um, I feel like he's been struggling ever since the season started. I haven't like seen him go off. Like, I haven't seen his regular 25, 26, or maybe 40 and 15 and 9. You know what I mean? Like, he's been re- relatively, like, contained. So, I feel like Le- LeBron James was like, alright, all man, this game, we're gonna let you go off, and I'm gonna get my points when they come. Um, But I I also like Atlanta. I think they have a lot of talent. I like Cam Reddish as a two-way play, player, uh three and D. Um, of course, I like Trey Young. I feel like he should take so many any shots, but that that also, you, you know, say about his team and his type of leadership. Um, I like John Collins. He actually surprised me. Um. I think I talked about it in another, at a pre previous show that I didn't know that he extended his range. John Collins that that I'm talking about. I didn't know that he ex- he extended his range. So I like Atlanta to be like the fourth or fifth uh, seed coming out the east. Coming out the east, and uh, that's what I took from the game.
1: Yeah, like i said it's not a game i really watch i just really watch the highlights so i can't really speak too much of it um I mean, Atlanta's going to be there in the east so do i think they're going to compete with anybody for real for real? like the bosses the sixes and that's hell no um so atlanta is atlanta right now so let's fight this
2: number. i think lebron james is the master of knowing the regular season is nothing but you got to play and you got to do you know do well to get some seating but every game he doesn't hinge on so i mean they they won but i don't think he comes in the same intensity every game because he understands it's meaningless you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day so i think he knows how to manage especially now being this old how to manage what games he gonna come into on fire and what games he can just chill out and they happen to win this one but he knows how to manage between the two
1: I that's great. I, yeah, I couldn't say that any better. So the one game that I didn't watch, but I listened to on the radio was my New York Knicks in the Chicago. I keep calling them the Cubs. I don't know why. Like maybe y'all it's baseball. Bulls, Chicago bro. Bulls. 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 So I'm mad because that, that's the one game that messed up my ticket that I had. And it's like Bruh. RJ hey, Barry party late. Like I need RJ to stop coming to the party late. Like Julian Randall, like don't get me wrong, that's my guy and he's doing everything he can do to to power the Knicks, but they lack they really lack perimeter shooting in this game. Like like I don't know. Like if they want if everybody keeps saying like I know Jeff is high on them, I keep saying that he feels like they'll make the playoffs. But for them uh-huh. to be a playoff team, they need perimeter shooting. And that was that was that was Evident last night, just listening to the radio, like a lot of guys are missing open shots. A guy like Alfred Payton, that's supposed to be a, a, a scorer coming out of college, he ain't really too right. much. A guy like Kevin Knox, when I watched him at Kentucky, he was, he was the perimeter shooter at Kentucky, really hasn't translated into the league. And then, like I said, there's nobody else like that can really give you a bucket besides Julian Randle. So when he comes out the game, Nobody and then you have a guy like Austin Rivers that is inconsistent as hell because he'll give you twenty-five and a quarter and then be non-existence for the next three games. So it's like I don't know. And it's like Chicago's not that not, not that much better than us. Or I wouldn't even put him in the same class with the Knicks because the Knicks can actually play well, but it's just like you can't let one guy beat you like Laurie Marketing can't have thirty. And that's how I feel. Like I, I, could just be talking as an upset fan here, but you know they shut down Zach Levine in the fourth quarter and still, and they they kept they they brought the game in the three and still couldn't find a way to win. And it's like if you Tibbs and you're this defensive minded
3: coach,
1: right? Um, why is your team not defending down the stretch? computer
4: won't you go to the Um.
0: Yes, I. I. I do. I. I do believe that they need outside uh, shooting. I do believe that um, for them to get outside shooting, they need um, the owner to sell the team because nobody wants <laughs> to come to the Knicks, uh, or they will just nah, be but able you continue can, to struggle. I
1: understand the free agency part, like getting stars, but you got to be able to get role players. Got to be able but, to get role players, cause look, even in a at a time like this, where like they're quote unquote a rebuilding team that's on the cusp of making the playoffs, you got to be able to at least trade for a guy like a JJ Redick or Ilya Over okay. if he's still in the motherfucking league. <laughs> for the here. But yeah, uh, I think I
0: think he uh, plays for New Orleans. I think he's still in New, in New Orleans. But, but like I said,
1: this could just be me being a. An emotional Knicks fan right now. Yeah,
0: probably <laughs> so, man. You 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 should blame
1: uh what's his name?
0: Damn. Uh James Dolan. That's his name, right? James Dolan? James <laughs> Dolan. Yeah, man. Blame him because he he is dragging that um he is dragging that organization down with him. And and it's even, even worse when Brooklyn has like the stars. And for you, for you guys to attract talent, like the organization gotta do some type of, you know what I'm saying? Some, some type of goddamn moves, bro. Like they gotta look a- attractive. Anyways, let's pop this bubble, bro. And uh, there's one, one other game I, I would like to talk about.
2: Yeah, I, I can't really tell. Like I said, if you're talking from a biased, or not, but um, Larry marketing. I still think in a year or two, he's gonna be a superstar. Let me let me dial it back. I'm not a superstar. He'll be an all star perennially for three or four years. That kid can play, man. It's a big kid. He got range. You know what I mean? I still think he needs to get a little bit stronger, but still, he's, he's skilled. I think he's gonna be an all star for years to come for a three four year window. Another year or two. So, I mean, I think it's hard to say. Not let Larry marketing you know, score thirty. That kid, you know, when he gets it going, he get it going. So I think once his confidence get up, he realized, Nah, I'm really in. That guy, I think he gonna be high.
1: I agree. I do think Larry marketing is a really good player. Like I said, like I really do think I'm talking off emotion of a of next loss. But a guy like Kevin Knox should definitely get more. And it's like if we're gonna trade a guy like Kevin Knox, who in the league is gonna take him? Besides the already built team, and like what what are we gonna get in return? Like I don't want a veteran that's like on his last legs. It's not like I'm close to winning the championship. If I'm gonna get a veteran guy, I need a veteran guy that's gonna teach these guys how to win.
0: Do you guys need as much rebuilding piece and also to develop players. I mean, I don't think Tibbs is is like a develop player coach. He's a coach. To, to like teach you defense and like put you over the hump. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like like the Knicks situation I feel is a little bit better than the Wizards, but but I also feel like the front office have the same have the same uh what do, what do you call it? What do you call it? Um ph- and philosophies. Yeah. Like philosophy. They're just Not- trying to get money. But well, this is the I thing don't that like pisses
1: me off. Like James Dolan owns the Knicks and the Rangers.
0: Yeah. If you look at the
1: Rangers the last couple of years, they've been competing. Like, now they're in a rebuild. Like, Dan is the expert hockey guy. So he'll tell right. you more than I'll ever tell you in hockey. But right. if you look at it, it's like, why do the Rangers compete and the Knicks don't? Yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, why do um, the Knicks compete and the, and the, and the Rangers don't?
0: Um, I mean, I could, Thank you. I, could, uh, I could tell you what I think. Because <laughs> with the Rangers, there's not a lot of pushback. With, with the Knicks, it's a story franchise. It's it's like the Mecca. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. o- almost, it has that m- mystique like Boston no! and uh, L.A., right? But that mystique is losing its power for well, like, five been years gone. now.
1: It's been gone. Ever since the days of like Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo Anthony, it's been gone. I, I would even say, I would even argue somebody it's been gone before that. I'm like Melo only wanted to go there because he was going to throw a bullload of money at him, and then Amari was at the tail in his career. He wanted to really go to Chicago, but Chicago. Didn't wait a have minute! Any in him. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Wait a minute! Wait, a minute. We we ain't just going like say Amari was in his. Uh, bottom half of his career, like Homie was uh, MVP candidate, but before Melo came,
1: yeah. But he had Arthur, Arthur, Phoenix, whatever Yo. He had surgery on his knees.
0: Yeah, but but that was like his second year
1: in the league. No, I'm not saying when he, he wasn't. He was Wait. a really good player, and I appreciate Amari because Amari opened the door for Carmelo to come. What I'm saying is like, think about it, like. The Knicks always want guys like this, like guys that don't perform well at the end of the career. Like, what's the guy that's on ESPN, the light-skinned ball dude? Richard Jefferson. Or I don't know if I'm the, Knicks, but I'm the
3: He was like, he knew it was
1: time for him to retire when the Knicks gave him a And I don't want to be that franchise. Like, I feel, I literally feel like the Cleveland Browns, like the old Cleveland Browns. Facts. But let's, let's get to these messages before we let them follow up.
0: Who do you think the best basketball ever is? Like the best basketball ever? Sure. um, For me... For me, I'd have to go. Or oh, this is this is actually a hard question. I'd go Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, I
3: mean,
1: yeah. Okay. So you're talking about soccer. This is a basketball show. But if we do got to answer your question, I think the best soccer player, in my opinion, is Pele from Brazil.
3: Ooh, ooh, but-
0: ooh. Okay, yeah. It is a soccer football um question, um and this is obviously like my man said, it's a basketball show. I was expecting you to say Michael Jordan or like <laughs> Bill Russell <laughs> or Magic Johnson, not Cristiano. Uh, but for me, uh, and I feel that uh, a favorite player is like an art piece. It's subjective. You know what I'm saying? Like who, whoever speaks to your heart, heart right? So my man likes Pele. My favorite um soccer player ever is Maradona because I don't know oh he, the Argentinian yeah he just had that like he just had that swag and he didn't give a fuck like and he was damn good so it, I don't know I mean that's why I like him So
1: alright best of these bubbles we go Back.
3: oh my god this is so annoying because I'm from England
4: yeah and here in London everyone watches uh, football well I think you guys call it soccer so every time I watch NBA, no one wants to talk about it because they don't care. And it's annoying. I'm a big Lakers fan, so I stay up at like 3 a.m. to watch games then, yeah.
0: Oh, Look. well, <laughs> you, need, you need to subscribe to this show. Uh, Follow the hashtag Sports of Stereo. And uh, we will keep you up on all the NBA talks.
1: And there's soccer content on here as well. So, like, you guys can't come on an NBA show expecting us to talk soccer. No. like us coming on a soccer show. <laughs> so
0: about talk <laughs> about NBA.
1: Talk NBA. I mean, don't get me wrong. Follow that hashtag. It's going to be soccer content. Or you guys can be the first to create soccer content. I don't know. Right. You guys are creative. I mean, I can talk uh, about
0: soccer too, because because I do follow the uh, Premier League uh, uh, League-er, because I do speak French. Well, I I used to. I'm not so affluent anymore. Whatever. That's that's like an, another story. Um, Cal Cal and La Liga. I don't follow it as much Bundesliga because I feel like they, uh, Bayern Munich ca- kind of monopolize a lot of the talent and every other club, they sell their talents to like the Premier League or la liga so yeah let's pop these bubbles though they're like piling up now for real
2: bro i think every team and i mean every single team needs a psychologist on their team and they might have one for them to go talk to when they're struggling but i'm saying they need to be there all the time right or or just a coach that knows how to get into players' heads, right? Like, and and because this game is all about confidence, right? Like,
5: nice.
2: all the players that made this to the league are all talented. They, they made it to the league for a reason. There's a bunch of players that's not in the league that they made it over, right? They all got talent. They all got athletic ability. I'm just saying, speaking as a whole, not all, some of them are different than others, but as a whole, they're all athletic, they're all talented. The difference is the confidence level, and if you've got a guy you know, in your organization that's working work, working with a certain guy, like Kevin Knox, whoever, letting them know you that guy. Nah, you the man. You got to be more aggressive. Like all the time, just in his ear all the time. You start to believe it, you'll just play better. They need that guy there.
1: No, I, you, I mean, I just right on play with that. And that's my domain, and that's actually something I wanted to get into sports psychology. Um, I just was always told by my teachers that's not a really popular field. Because Yo, it's almost like some, trying to get into the NBA. But no, sometimes
0: sports. sometimes teachers or professors do kind of project their fears and their insecurities onto the students. I would say go for it, because as you can tell, mental health is starting to be like a real conversation in the world of sports. And we, we, we all need somebody to talk to when we're struggling, you know what I'm saying? Or we are not doing what we're supposed to do. Like I know Ben, ben Simmons and Kyrie, they need a personal psychologist or therapist and a, a sports therapist to, to, to like just talk to them. Like, hey, this doesn't define you, but you still got to do your job, you know what I mean? But let's uh, okay. pop these
2: bubbles go. I agree wholeheartedly about the mystique and the Mecca. That shit out the window now. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that no more. It's a new day. Nobody trying to hear that. So they don't have that going for them no more. And think about this. Think about post-pandemic. You know, before it was New York City was the place to go. We had, they had clubs, you know, women in bars and all that. Yo, if you go to Manhattan, you can't even really find a club no more. So the club scene is dead. You know what I'm saying? The people moving out of there post-pandemic. Like, there's people moving out of there. It's a mass exodus out of there. You know what I mean? So the city going to be dead, deader than normal. So I think it's going to be even less attractive in the years coming forward. So they got a lot of work to do, man.
1: Oh, no. Like, yeah, I 100% right. Like, I still got family in the city. And they'll tell you, like, everybody's hey, trying to go to New Jersey, everybody's trying to move to Connecticut, everybody's trying to move to PA since the pandemic, because it was almost of an embarrassment. I mean, the mayor and stuff is handling the situation a lot more better. Um, but I don't want to get too much into politics, but yeah, you know, just from that standpoint, too, it's kind of hard. And then it's one of the heaviest tax tax places in the U.S. So, I mean, people would rather play in Orlando where your is tax-free and stuff like that. But you know, let's get off the next because they're not important. Uh, I know said you had seen <laughs> that, that you wanted to discuss. Uh, so what's that? Let's get into that before we pop the rest of the bubbles.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, the game that I wanted to discuss was the Charlotte uh, Hornets versus the Miami Heat and uh, La Ball first start, they they end up winning. And I always thought that Little Meadow should have started, but I felt like Jordan wanted to like ease him in into the starting lineup. And I feel like they're a very tall team when he starts. And um he's a great passer. Not as a score. Well, he's not a great shooter, outside shooter, but he is a great score scorer, a creative scorer. But he also passes, which I love a about him, which I knew because he's loves the Ball's little brother, and he's Lavar Ball's um, uh, son. And Lavar Le- 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 teaches. However, you feel about him, he he does teach team basketball, and like you can see it through his sons. So that's the game that I wanted to talk about real quick.
1: I like LaMelo's game. I was always a big fan of LaMelo. I didn't really like Lonzo. I didn't think – I knew his game would translate to the NBA kind of like a Jason kid, pass for right. a point guard. Um, but his brother does it like so flashy. Maybe Lonzo does, and I really haven't really paid attention to Lonzo, and that could be due to him getting traded a lot. Uh, but I think LaMelo – I think Jordan finally found his, his box office guy that he could put to see. Now the question for me is like, can He build the rest of a roster because now you got a Terry Rose there. He's gonna be upset because you brought him in. He left Boston thinking he was gonna be a starter. I don't know if you if you remember that Reggie Jackson situation in OKC.
0: Yes, I remember. He was the man. I remember
1: that. And then they trade. They ended up trading him. And then he hasn't been the same. Like I think he's in LA right now, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't want that yes. to happen to like to like uh, what's his name Terry there. But let me talk well, about. Oh, shout out the shout out. To, let me before one more thing. Shout out to Livewire because he definitely did pick that game yesterday. I thought he was crazy when he said that they were going to beat the Miami Heat. So let's go. Shout out to Livewire if he's still in the building. Shout out to Livewire, then. Let's go. Pop these
0: bubbles.
4: Wicked assassin and K, we trust. What's going on, guys?
0: What up, What's
4: Livewire, going on? What's
0: going on?
4: Do you think the Clippers will make it past the second round this year?
1: Well, you think the Clippers will make it past the second round? I think it's second round a bust for them. If they don't make it past the second round this year, then I am. You gotta you gotta break the team up, or you gotta at least look to move Paul George. I'm going to. And I I don't think Kawhi's in the stage; they don't make it past the second round either.
0: Facts, because I think uh, after this year, he has two more years on his contract. Um, Well. The Clippers will make it past the second round because I feel like they have more team chemistry and Tyrone Lou has them playing great basketball. They have the number one record right now in um, the NBA. And uh, they just got to keep uh, playing together, build more ke- chemistry, and they really need to, to find a closer and a team leader because um, Kawhi isn't a leader per, per se. Well, oh, Kawhi isn't a vocal leader. He's well, he's more so of a like... By example type of guy. Yeah, yeah. He he won't say... He won't give you that rah-rah-rah speech. He will actually leave you hanging like, yo, why why are you trying to hit me right now? I don't <laughs> care about that. Let's but play
1: basketball. The- that's the type of guy I think I am. Like I'm a lead by example guy. Like when I was when I was right. captain of my cross country team, like I was. Well, cross country isn't the sport like you can ride ride guys anyway. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> just I was the kind guy that like came in, ran, ran my six to seven miles, and left. Like I was either like, look, if we're gonna be a good team, I'm gonna follow my lead, or not. And I had a bunch of young nice. guys, a bunch of white guys that were really good at the sport, and they came in and did it. But I wasn't even gonna sit here and tell you like. Oh, blah, 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 but it was just like, even in basketball, like, came in, went to practice, shot my threes, passed the ball, and we won. I mean, we didn't win any state championships, but you know, we made it pretty decent pretty, pretty far, so I mean, you don't always need the rah-rah guy. It depends on your other, your surrounding cast, because if your surrounding cast needs a guy that needs to be a rah-rah guy, then y'all not going to do well. And that was evident in last year's playoffs. But I mean, yeah, I think they
3: needed be a rock rock guy. Yeah, they, they a definitely coach needed Ty, it.
1: Ty Ludo, I think yeah, that's the vocal Ty Ludo is, the is a vocal
0: leader,
2: but not just when you're struggling. I'm talking about to activate you, even when you're doing well, to keep you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm an NBA player, and of course when I'm struggling, I need you. But just to stay on point, just to keep it in the front of my mind that I'm that guy, keep my confidence high. Think, is that, that is priceless. So I don't want to hear about, okay. ain't no money in that. That's that's talking from a, from a teacher who has nothing to do with that shit. Cause you know, as a player, if you got somebody there who can keep you in the right frame of mind all the time on go mode, locked in on some Westbrook shit all the time, that's priceless. He'll pay you whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why Michael Jordan hired, uh, I can't remember his name right now, his strength and conditioning coach and uh he paid him I don't know whatever it was a million dollars, whatever, so he won't work with anybody else. Cause I need that guy for me, because it's priceless to keep me my body in shape, my mind in shape all the time.
1: can please. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like you definitely May need you that guy, you know, as far May as motivational. Um what? I mean, so she probably was wrong. I probably definitely don't you see if you I'm going going right? get a maximum course I I do live in an area where it's full of, um, you know, basketball, baseball, Philadelphia, so I could definitely find a job. Wait, back up. Um, more so just trying to see where I could find a job at, but I definitely do think that. So, back to these Brooklyn Nets, because we, we're not done talking about these Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> so, <laughs> we just not going to leave the state of New York today. we just going to stay in New York. So,
3: yo, How about I don't that?
1: Understand. I don't understand. Like I, I think i seen the statistic, but I don't know if this is true. i seen it on Instagram. Where right. like they said that the Nets are in pace to be one of the highest scoring basketball teams in NBA history, yeah. and then they're on for being one of the worst defensive teams in NBA history. So
0: that is like, true, also. That is true, also.
1: How are you going to be able to beat any of these teams out west, or even a Philadelphia team, where we discussed on our Saturday show? Like, I'm starting to believe, like you know. Brooklyn isn't made out to be what they're supposed to be. Like we could blame it on chemistry. We could blame it on you know the new head coach Steve. Uh, what's his name?
0: Steve Dash. I was about to call
1: him Steve Steven Nash. Adams. Steve, Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. I don't know what what your thoughts on that. Like why do you think Brooklyn so, can't gel together on the defensive end of the ball? you know they're talented on <laughs> the offensive end.
0: Because I feel like they gave up a lot to get James Harden. They gave gave up tour two of their most defensive, most, two, or, two of their best defensive anchors, Jared Allen and on Prince. Ter, Teron Prince, the perimeter def, defender, and Jared a- Allen, the rim protector. And without that, and, you know, KD played defense at Golden State, but he was more like of a help. So, KD is better under, like, a defensive system where he could be, like, a big help. Like, he'll block block shots or, like, alter shots. But he's not, like, a perimeter or a post defender. Because you can back him down and either dunk or hit a floater or hit a turnaround, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyrie doesn't play defense at all. Right, like the best de- defense I've seen seen him play was that 2016 NBA Finals, and like Curry was still torching them. Right, um, and everybody know James Harden, he, he doesn't play defense at all. So if you have three superstars that just focus on o- offense, and you have nobody that's that defensive anchor, you are going to struggle. You are going to score a lot of points, but you will also get give up a lot of points. Then their assistant coach is Mike D'Antoni. And, you know, you should <laughs> know that Mike D'Antoni, like, he doesn't coach defense
1: the is for No defense. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Or don't
0: give a damn about defense. <laughs> defense. You don't give a damn
1: about no defense. But, like, yeah, not to cut you off, but, like, like, you going nice to see about the the, the, the the old Phoenix Suns team. Like, Lakers, they never made it anywhere. They made it to the conference finals at best, and then lost to the Lakers. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as I trash the Knicks, like, they do have defensive guys on that on that coaching staff. Like, a, a guy like Mike Woodson. pretty right. on the defensive end of the ball. Like, if you look at his Atlanta Hawks team in the early 2000s, really good defensive Nick. Uh, we all know Tip's track record. Really good defensive teams in Chicago. So I don't know, like do you hire guys? You like can go staff. ask her right. I know it's not like I know it's She's not not out like there. Uh, football as far as you know, you could hire a defensive coordinator and change everything, but I do think they need hey, defensive wait. guys on their staff. But let me go ahead and put this one. Yo, <laughs> their three core players don't
2: play defense. Like so that's just not gonna be their identity. Like, Michael Jordan played defensive. Michael Jordan was, you know, all defensive on the team every year, you know, and, and winning MVPs and defensive player of the years, right? So when that guy is doing it, and you got a Dennis Rodman on the team, then everybody, Needs to lock in and do it. Like, if I'm the best player on the team, and I'm willing to play defense, hustle, and, and do everything else, then everybody else going to do it. If my best players on my team don't play defense, then nobody else feels like they got to they gotta do it. And it. ain't nothing that's talked about. It's just something that's felt. You just know, hey, they just out here to score. Well, fuck it. I'm just out here to score. It ain't even no discussion made. It's just what happens on the fucking team. And, and, but I also think you, you're prejudging them a little too fast. It takes a while for them teams to come together. I don't care if they're an all-star team or not. It takes a while for them guys to gel and figure it out. So, you know what I mean? They might figure it out next year. You know what I mean?
3: I was always told
1: by by one of my high school coaches because I was one of those guys that got nervous before games. I don't know why, but it just always happened. And I think Elijah Johnson from Kansas, one of the point guards from Kansas University said this as well, the best way to beat nerves is to lock down defensively. And granted, I'll be the first to admit it. I was horrible on the defensive end. But, like, I, I had long arms. So, like, if I got into the passing lane and, and, and got a steal and laid the ball up, I started letting the flow of the game get to me. But I feel like with these guys, they don't try no effort at all. Like, I literally seen like, games where Harden would let the defender, I mean, let, let let his opponent blow right by him. Same thing with Kyrie. I think, though, know, like you said, the only guy that would give minimum effort is KD because of his length. Like, he'll block a shot. Because he's the, probably one of the tallest motherfuckers in the gym, and other than that, like Joe Harris, don't play no D. You get like you said, you gave up your, your defensive pieces in the trade, and now it's just like you literally got to outscore teams. But I mean, Roger do make a point, like you know, things like this take time to adjust. So what will you see?
0: Yeah, I think uh, defense is all about effort, right? Um, it also defense is about sacrifice, and I feel like. Um, Since KD is such such a efficient scorer, he is willing to sacrifice some effort on the defensive side. But Harden and Kyrie, they're not willing to sacrifice them scoring forty a night just to play like defense. Just to get and defense again, it's all about effort. Will will you die for loose balls? Will Will you get that ticky tack foul? Will you um, actually struggle just to get that ball off off that man? Will you concentrate on the dribbles? Will you take that charge? And that's the questions they need to um, answer the, themselves. And I feel like they, they've been answered it. Like, they won't do it since they're so gifted offensively. It's like, why do I have to play defense if, if I can score? But the why is... And I, I will keep saying this shit until the day that I die. Playoff basketball is a different breed. Every possession counts. So, hypothetically, right, if they play Philadelphia, right, and Philadelphia miss, and then, all right, we got the defensive rebound. We're going to go try to score. And they miss, right? then Philadelphia get the rebound and they go go down and Philadelphia scores right so now Philadelphia is in a flow offensively but they already like they got their flow offensively by playing defense and I feel like that's when the momentum like swings to uh, to the team that's playing good defense then you will end up losing the series because you you weren't locked in so um, and yes I do uh, uh, uh agree with Ron Jay like these situations take a while just to gel and like what two three months won't won't tell you like like the whole picture but I feel like the front office really have to do their research and bring in supporting cats. Dad play defense so they can at least hide Kyrie, right? Hide Kyrie and ask James to play some defense, if all. Because James did play defense last year. But I feel like Westbrook told him, hey, motherfucker, like you have to play defense. Oh, I'm not fucking playing with it, you know? And I've seen James, you know what I'm saying? Like, Lock down some players, not totally, but contain them. So, yeah, let's uh pop these bubbles, man.
4: Uh, right now in the NBA, who's your MVP for me? It's uh, Joel MB. Embi- oh. Embi- so, Embi- yeah, I'm thinking he's
1: gonna say Joel MB. Embi- um, my MVP, I mean, Lucas, but right now they're losing. So, if I had to go. I don't even know. Like, I'm looking at Utah, and this is the point that I was going to make. Utah's right. one of those teams, like I said, they're good offensively and defensively. They, they rank top five of both categories. But, right. I mean, Donovan Mitchell isn't playing as an MVP. Like, I can't sit here and say he's MVP. So, right. to answer this question in the shortest way, I'm going to go Luka. I, I, I don't disagree with Embiid. Being the MVP, but I think Luca right now, like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna figure it together. Like me and Rodney believe, eventually they're gonna win one of these games.
0: Hopefully, hopefully. So, my MVP right now, I have three people. Um, I have one Luca, but uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm I'm on the edge. Um, number two, LeBron James, and number three, uh, Jokic. Those 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 are my top three and it could change any games or uh it 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 could change in a month or two uh where I rank rank those three. Um I will put Giannis in there, but I feel like Giannis been exposed, so he's not as effective as he used to be against the teams, against good teams or play uh playoff teams or teams that understand how to play him. So, uh, yeah, those those are my um, uh, picks right there. Let's go ahead and pop these bubbles. In. Right now,
4: regular season, uh, who is your MVP? For me, it's right now, it's Joel Embiid. Okay, okay. We are, we are really into that. Bro, I think
2: it's just uh, a, a perfect mix of, of, of these players that they're not going to play defense. Because James Harden just got the mindset, hey, Fuck it, I'll let you score your two. I'm going to hit a three. So if you're going to hit twos and I'm going to hit threes, guess what? I'm going to win. Um, I think KD, sure, he's seven foot tall. He, he's skinnier than ever, by the way, right now. He looks terrible to me. He looks scary, actually. His arms and shit, they look nasty. But that's just me. He look like Snoop Dogg. But um, I think he can't be a great defender. I don't think. Like, I just don't think he's strong. I'm sure he has plenty of length, right? But he never developed that strength to really... Like put it on him, fucking really get on him. I think I think they'll really tire him out if he really try to lock in defensively. And uh, Kyrie, I don't know, I don't know what Kyrie's deal is, but I know those two for sure. It's just it's just a bad mix. You know what I mean?
1: Facts. Yeah, I mean my thing with KD, and, and I can attest to this being a smaller guard. That's exactly what they would do to me in high school and college. Like, okay, cool, you're gonna score, but we're gonna tire you out defensively. But so when it came, like, in the early part of the season, like, I would be tired. By, I'd be gassed by the third quarter.
3: I can't like, do I it can't, right now. Can I, I can't
1: score it? on tired legs. So, it's like, especially as a jump shooter, once your legs go, you're pretty much done. So, I think that – I Rodney definitely makes a valid point when it comes to that. And then, like, you said James Harden just be like, fuck it. Like, you score, um, I'm going to – Yeah.
0: So
5: like, I do like, so,
1: I don't think that's going to win in the playoffs, though.
0: Nah, that's what I said. It, it... – it won't wait. Uh, so can we pop this last bubble and we'll do our picks for uh, today? Because uh, there's one big game to today. It's it's the Nets versus the Clippers at, at the Nets. So, yeah, I, I, I would love us to go ahead and pick. Pick those games uh, let, let me play this last bubble
2: i know i dropped a lot of comments but i, I just another thought too like um i don't know if they ever gonna really come together because because to really come together either you gotta have a polarizing figure like a a, a a michael jordan where them motherfuckers were scared to let him down so he demanded you play well and they were scared to let him down right you gotta either have that or you gotta have massive camaraderie right and and it matters. Like, you think that shit don't matter, like hanging out together, or if you're playing video games together, not doing the games, or, or going to the club, or, or just hanging out after practice, laughing and joking together. That shit matters. It matters because then, when you're playing, you know, at least football wise, you're ready to die for the nigga next to you. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother. Like, I'm ready to kill for a motherfucker next to me if, if we bonded like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So so that bonding really matters off the court. If y'all not cool off the court, I don't think you're ever going to hit the full potential unless you have somebody polarizing like Michael Jordan they clearly don't have that.
0: Okay, so um, I'm going to go ahead and second that. I was listening to all the Smoke podcasts. Uh, they had uh, Kendrick Perkins as their guest and he was talking about how he went from Boston where, like, the chemistry was great. Everybody was, like, hanging out and chilling. And, you know, uh, and he was talking about how they built their, their chemistry when they won the championship that one year. They, uh, at the preseason, they went to China for, like, 80 days. No, not 80 days. I think he said, like, a month. And, you know, if you go to like a remote country, all you can do is hang out with, with the guys. Like, that's what you're familiar with. And he was like, that's how they built characters. So from him going to Boston to um, OKC, where they, they weren't even hanging out with, with, with each other, he was the one that, that, that was like, look, look, dog, we're going to h- hang out at, after practice. Stop bringing your brothers or, or your family over to team functions. Stop bringing them on, on the plane. We, we all go to kick it, play games, play cards. We would we not go out to the club. We would stay in a hotel room. And he said that year, that's when they went to the NBA finals because he was like the veteran uh, vocal leader. And he established that. So yes, like chemistry is very, very important because if you don't have chemistry, and when it comes down to it, and the back of your mind when it's time to e- e- either score or sh- or or pass the ball, you you would think like, do do I trust them? Whether he make it or not, do I trust them with the shot? You know what I'm saying, like. You, you know, I also played played on teams where we we didn't have any chemistry, and I played on teams where we we had ultimate chemistry, right? And it it was different from night and day.
5: Yeah,
1: and so, like second that too, it's more so like I played summer league basketball, so like. Sometimes you don't know those guys that you about to play summer league unless you bring your <laughs> high school team or whatever. So like
3: I, I remember playing with well random guys
1: and being frustrated because I expected them to do away. you know, when you play in a two three to slide in the right direction and guys wouldn't. And it's like I would get mad because I'm expecting them to know this information and you don't. So it's like chemistry does play a really don't important role in organized sports in general. So it's like you would just be frustrated, like, yo, come on. Like, how'd you miss this? How come you're not screening? Or even a simple thing of like telling a person where the screen is coming left or right. So I don't know. Like, there's no leader on that team. Like, everybody's pointed out, like, KB's not the leader. Kyrie for sure, ain't no damn leader. And then Wait. you got a guy like James Harden that, for me, my opinion, only cares about stacks.
3: Wait a Nobody minute.
1: He cares um, about more so scoring 30 than anything else.
0: There is a leader. And it's Kyrie, because um, without Kyrie, KD wouldn't come to the Nets. Ky- Kyrie was the one like, hey, let's go to Brooklyn. So he is the leader, like vo- vocal, but he's not a proven leader. So if Kyrie is your leader, you're in big trouble. So that's all I got to <laughs> say about that. But that that's the that's the reality of their situation. Like Kyrie is, is the leader. Nah, All right,
2: let's go get All right. Hey, NK, if you want to, um, I think Wicked Assassin will have to go. If you want to um, rock out for another, like, 20, 25 minutes, I, I I hop on with you if you want to.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Y- y'all can rock on after these uh, picks and uh con- and continue the conversation. Like, my kid would just be reckless. And, you know, <laughs> with kids – they don't say nothing until you get on the phone. Like, my kid did not talk to me all day, but once what, I got on the show, he's like, Oh, I want this, I want that, I want this. How long is going to take
1: you? How long is it going to take that? I'm like, Yo, chill, bro, chill. Chill. Don't dog. Understand the concept of time. That's why I like that marshmallow experience and that marshmallow experiment. Like, kids don't uh, understand the concept of time. All right, but let's make these pics. And then all right, me bring my man Roger into the show. Talk a little back to right. All right, so the All first right. game we got on the docket, we got Dan Toronto Raptors versus the Orlando <laughs> Magic. So Toronto's seven point favorite tonight. 8 and twelve Raptors, eight and thirteen Magic.
0: What's he supposed to be doing? Um, I'm gonna go go, go ahead with the Magics. Um, I feel that like, uh, Aaron Gordon still have beef with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> And they're going to uh, go ahead and squeak that win out by, I would say six.
1: All right. So, unfortunately for you, you're not going to be able to see that beef because uh, Aaron Gordon is hurt. Goddamn. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to take the Toronto Raptors. Um, I think you're going to get a, a good performance from Kyle Lowry. a gave my guy from North Philly, so I, I got the Toronto Raptors squeaking this out. I don't. I see them winning by three, not six. Alright, All right. so the game of the night that everybody been talking about, maybe a uh, maybe a preview of the finals. We got the maybe. sixteen and five LA Clippers versus the thirteen and nine Brooklyn Nets. Right now they got the Clippers as a two point favorite. So who do you like the, who do you like in this game and why?
3: Yo,
0: yo, yo. So, okay, since it's the regular season Um I'm gonna go with the Nets. Winning by four. You got the Nets by four? Yes. I'm
1: thinking the Clippers. And I feel like if they had Shumpert, maybe this would persuade me to get B-4. Brooklyn the chance to win this game, but I do think, you know, the lack of them not playing defense, I do think Kawhi has mm-hmm. a big night. This is a national helipides game, so I do think Kawhi and Paul George come out and play, and I just think the Clippers have a deeper bench. All right. So the next couple games we got the Pacers at eleven and nine versus the 96. and Grizzlies, and the Pacers are a five point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. Going Grizzlies, I'm gonna, yep, Grizzlies hold... well. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Grizzlies as well. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Grizzlies as well. Oh, matter of yeah. fact, never mind. I'm taking the Pacers. I'm just looking at the injury list. No Violent juniors, no Grayson Allen, no Sean McDermott. Yeah, I'm going to Pacers. Too many guys that are hurt as far as the Grizzlies, so I got to go to
3: Pacers that way.
1: Um, So we got the Trailblazers and Wizards. Your Washington Wizards sitting at 4-12. Roger thinks they're going to go on a run. Do you feel the same way? So I think Wicked's connection is gone or, you know, Reconnected. So, Roger, you still in the building? You can go ahead and call. I'll accept it and then we can finish the rest of this.
3: Can
1: you hear me? All right. so I got my guy, Roger, in the building. So, we're going to finish the rest of these picks. Or right, I'll get your picks.
3: I'm here. And I'll go
1: back. Yeah, you win.
2: Oh, uh, let me let me go in and go out because I can't. It, it's still it's still on the same screen to say um, uh, Wicked Assassin connecting. Hold on, I'm a, I'm a no, I can't do that. It don't matter. I I just rock out for me. It don't matter.
1: Yeah, so you still live like you live here. So, all right, so cool. So the games we were picking, um, Raptors Magic Raptors eight and twelve Magic eight and thirteen. They got Toronto as a six seven point favorite, so six and a half. Who do you like and why? Um oh, it, you actually just threw me off here. Who oh, is it? The Raptors? You said the Raptors and the Magic? Raptors and the Magic. Um for the Raptors, the injury report, no OG Ananobi, no Norman Powell, for the Magic, no uh Michael Carter Williams, no Aaron Gordon, and no Al Farocco, um, whatever you pronounce the name. Our, Al Al Farrak- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: Al yeah. yeah, I mean, they're both equally bad. Um, I think uh, Toronto's on a, more of an upswing. Six and a half points is still a lot of points on the road um, against the team, but no Aaron Gordon. I mean, if I had a gun to my head, I would just take a money line, but if I had a gun to my head, I guess I would take the uh, Raptors with the six and a half. Um, it's tough one way or the other. Six, I, I think six and a half is a fucking lot, but damn, no Aaron Gordon. So, yeah, if I had to
1: choose, I, I would go Toronto Raptors minus the six and a half. Yeah, I got it a little closer. I got them. It out by three, or maybe even closer than that. All right, so the game of the night that everybody's been talking about, we got the LA Clippers at sixteen and five versus the Brooklyn Nets at thirteen and nine. Right now, Vegas got the Clippers as a two-point favorite. So, who do you like in this game? Um, I already, I already took <laughs> the
2: Clippers. By the way, they gonna, I think the Clippers are gonna fucking wash them. Um, now don't get me wrong, I think um the Nets are gonna come come out and play hard and, and play really good offensively. But um, the, the Clippers can play a little bit of defense. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, obviously a lot better than the Nets. You know what I'm saying? I think the Nets are like 27th or 28th in defense uh, right now. So um, I think the Clippers just – they can just lock down um, more than the Nets can. And they got superstars themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you start saying, oh, well, the Nets got a lot of star power, you know what I mean, Like people get caught up on that. But, you know what I'm saying, the, the Nets – I mean, uh, the Nets. The Clippers got uh, Paul George and potentially a MVP this year, Kawhi Leonard. So – I mean, I think they got equally got star power as well. So, and I think they're deeper as well. So, um, I think the Clippers are going to absolutely wash them in Brooklyn, and and they haven't shown me anything to the latter. You know what I mean? To to make me think all of a sudden they're going to come together and put together a
1: a hell of a game, which they could. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think uh, they will today. So they say you're not supposed to agree with your person twice in a row, but I'm going to agree with you again. I do think the Clippers, like you mentioned, have a deeper bench, and then this is a national televised game. So, I do think the Clippers are going to show. I just don't think it, like you said, the Nets play enough defense. So, if you have Kawhi and Paul george snap, and any of those guys like uh, Lou Williams off the bench, it's going to be too much for Brooklyn to handle. I think for Brooklyn to win this game, you need a really deep, deep contribution from Joe Harris. Like I'm talking like 20, 25 And your starters got to get 20, 25 at most, too. But I don't see that happening, so I'm going to the Clippers in this game. Alright, so the next game on the schedule, we got the Grizzlies and the Pacers. We got the Grizzlies at nine and six and the Pacers at eleven and nine. Vegas got uh the Pacers by five. Whew. Uh man, I think if I'm not
2: mistaken, let me just check real quick. Yes, they did. Um the Grizzlies played last night. They on a the back to back. Um yesterday they played um the Spurs in San Antonio. So now they are going from San Antonio to Indiana, which don't really make that much of a difference because Meets motherfuckers got private jets. So it ain't like they <laughs> they flying commercial out here. Um I, I still I still like the Pacers at home. I, I just think more mentality wise, you know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, um, NBA teams, especially younger NBA teams, they just they just get uh uh how can I say disinterested in, in some of these games. You know what I mean? He are coming off a of back-to-back, and they just don't they just don't know how to lock in. You know what I mean? And, and I think Memphis Grizzlies is one of those teams that, that can go on a back-to-back and just not be fully locked in. And, and they're one of the teams that need to be fully locked in to win games. So I think
1: the Pacers at home, off arrest, rest, get the nod today, man, for sure. I got the Pacers, too. I just think the Pacers are a way better team defensively than the Grizzlies. And then the back-to-back the is killing them. Like you said, it really doesn't make a difference because a lot of these guys travel private. Um, but the injuries, too, is, was was really persuading me to go Indiana. Like, no Valancias, no Grayson Allen, no Sean McDermott. And then the other two guys don't really play, so they don't matter. But if, anytime you're missing part of your depth and you got a fully healthy team, I got to lean towards the Indiana Pacers. But this is the NBA, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Grizzlies eat this out either, so. But we'll wait and
4: see. Absolutely. Let me pop this bubble and get to the rest of the game. I think this is going to be the game that's going to uh, expose the Nets. They still going to get about 120, right? 115. Let's say 115, 120. And then i see the the Clippers kind of uh, buckling down on defense fourth quarter. And uh, I'll score maybe by like three, three to five points. So it'd be, I-, I predict 120 to like 125 or 115 or 120, something like that.
1: I see, I see it bad. I don't see it being that close. I just don't think they, they're going to be able to defensively lock down Kawhi or Paul George. Like, you're going to, it's going to be picking your poison. Who you going to want to stop? And like I said, the Clippers are the number one team in the West for a reason. And, you know, like they said, seed don't really matter out West because anybody could be anybody. Um, I just don't see Brooklyn winning it. But then again, like I said, like, this is a national televised game, so – Brooklyn can fuck around, wake up and, and beat these niggas by ten. Who knows? Because NBA. Is I was just about place. to say that. Not <laughs> even,
2: like, not, even that. not even necessarily. Not even necessary. No, let me not say that because the NBA is definitely unpredictable. But not even necessarily that in this this case, right? When you got superstars, right? Like, cause let's not get it fucked up. Kyrie's a superstar. Kevin Durant's a superstar. Kevin Durant might be the best player in the league. You know, or second or third or fourth. It don't matter. He top five, whatever you want to call it, right? Like. Kyrie is definitely top five, top ten, right? Like, So that's, that's neither here nor there. When, when these motherfuckers face a challenge though, you know what I mean? When they face a challenge, I'm sure they're hearing, like, yo, the almighty Clippers are coming in they got the best league. They got the best uh, um, record in the league. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They probably coming out of the Well, who knows who's coming out of the West? Because the Lakers are there too, but they probably coming out of the West. You know, people people saying they're going to clean y'all up. That That can motivate especially highly talented players, man. So, like you said, who knows, man? You never know. If, if they lock locked in and Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant are super locked in, bro, it's tough. Fuck, fuck. No, no, fuck tough. It's impossible to stop Kyrie and, and, and Kevin Durant. But James Harden as well. James Harden just – I don't know what's up with him. But those
1: – Yeah, like you said, it has to be those three guys. Um, so, you know, you're, all right. You're my bad. bad. <laughs> it got to be those
4: three guys. Let me go ahead and play this, and then we get to the rest of these things. Yo, Ron J., shout out to the Hornets, man, and them sons. <laughs> sons just squeaked it out, but I knew and Booker only had 11 points at the half, so I already knew he was going to go off in the second half. So I really weren't worried about that one, even though they, they barely won. Um, Man, Charlotte looking good, man. I got to tell you, man, they're a couple pieces away from from being something, bro. They they just missing a little something, man. But I I, I see them making noise in the near future.
1: I agree. All right, so let's get back to these games. So ESPN did me dirty. All right. So we're going to uh, trailblazers ten and nine versus the uh, pathetic four and twelve Wizards. I have a feeling where you're gonna go with this pick, but I'm gonna let you, you know surprise me. They got Washington a two point favorite. And this is where Vegas, I guess Vegas makes their money, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and make that make, make that point. Uh listen, they they
2: they and surprisingly. You look at the line, right, like at, at, at Washington minus two and a half. You would never guess that, by the way. Anybody just – like people who don't watch the NBA and they just go and like go down the list and go, hmm, 10, 10 and 9 versus 4 and 12. And they favorites? What the hell is going on here? Um, I think I'm telling you right now the Wizards are going to run off three or four more, yo. Um, all it takes is – like I've been talking about you uh, on your show before. is confidence, man. You know what I'm saying? Once, once you got a little confidence going – and, and everybody charged up, they got a little bit of talent. Bradley Beal can score with the best of them. Russell Westbrook, you know, he he, you know, he can do it all, but, I mean, his jumper. Ah, damn, I always say I wish he, he perfected that mid-range jump shot because you can't stop him getting to the hole, and if he – that pull-up, he, he do all the time, that 13, 14, 15-foot pull-up. If he perfected that shit, he's impossible to guard. But anyway, um, yeah, I think they charged up, man. I think they 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 go in there, and, and, and the Trailblazers are still no Nurkic, still no – um uh CJ McCollum. So you just got big big game Dame. I think Dame for a handful tonight. I think the Wizards they just catching the Wizards at the wrong point, man. Just at the starting point of on a on a on an upswing, I think personally. Yeah, I mean
1: I'm looking at the injury report, I don't see no CJ and I don't see Birkish. So maybe just be not playing. They're not playing. So yeah. No. They're not playing. I mean pardon me and this is probably like recency bias. I feel like Vegas is looking at it like Washington just came off an emotional win. And they could beat the Trailblazers. But Bradley Bill averaging 34, 34, points a game right now. So I don't know if my girl is listening. So if she's listening, I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm going to watch it as well. Because I do think, you know, Bradley Bill and, and Westbrook is going to be too much. And then, like you said, like just getting that confidence from that emotional win is gonna just gonna keep them from losing this game tonight. I mean, but like like I said, you never know. Like, like you said, looking at this game 10 and 9, 4-12. The average bettor would look at it like, "Oh, let me let me make my money off Portland." Hundred percent, hundred percent.
2: But and, and the Trailblazers on a back to back too, and they they just got beat yesterday by Milwaukee. Uh, uh, one what was the score? One thirty four to one hundred six. Good God, they got <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, they got smoked. Uh, so yeah, they're on a the back to back too. Um, so yeah, man, I think it's going to be tough sledding. And I think, like I said, the Wizards, like you just said, like I said, the Wizards coming off an emotional win. They at home. They've been trying to get going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Westbrook more than anybody. He don't like losing, man. You know what I mean? So so losing 12 games this early was already taking a toll on him. So, you know, I, th- I think they come out
1: and get it done today, Jack, for sure. Now, let's get these
5: messages w- out to the way. J. Mr.
1: Webb.
5: What up, man?
2: What's on so stereo, you man? What's
5: popping, man, Ron J? What's, man. what's, what's hoodie, man? What's up? Let's What's getting to some sports talk, bro. Shout out to y'all, man. Let's get it.
2: Yo, Jones boy, if you're still in the building, let me know if you sold off some stocks, man. At least AMC. I don't know if you had GameStop. GameStop started going back up, but um, that's neat to
4: hear. Yeah, man, man. So if CJ ain't playing, depending, I don't know. Do y'all know if he's back or not? But if he ain't playing, I don't know. I mean, they came off a bad loss against the Bucks, but uh, you know. Shout out Damian Lillard, man, but he, he can't do it on his own. Man. He needs CJ in there, though. But we'll see. I mean, I think Wizards are on a high right now, four and twelve. I think they are, and uh, I just don't. I, I you know they're unpredictable. Some some games they look real good, and then some games they're like, what the fuck is going on? So I don't know. No CJ. I see them losing by a little bit. I see the the Wizards edging it.
1: Big factor, too, for anybody betting and trying to put their money on Portland. No Daryl Jones, Jr. So, you know, he's that one of those so athletic that, defensive guys. Yeah, so um, I know him personally. He played at one of the high schools out here in Philly. Uh, watched him play. I know his cousin. So that's going to be a big loss for Portland. And then Lona Little as well. Nothing small for So if you're going into a game where you, you pretty much playing into the Wizards' hand, like playing small ball, that's exactly what they want to do. So, yeah, Vegas. Like, that's why I said this is Vegas. Like you said, Vegas don't go broke, so. They
2: don't take no bad. Well, sometimes they'll, they'll take a, a bad loss. But, I mean, they, for most part, they don't take no bad. Yo, real quick, Derrick Jones Jr., was he, he super nice in high school?
1: Super nice. Like, dunking nice. Like, dunking on cats. That's what he was known for. That's why, like, him and Rondé Jefferson, because Rondé Jefferson played at Chester, which is, like, one of the rivals out here that we played against because I went to play with. Same type of guys, like, really athletic, dunking on cats. But then when they got to the league, in college, they became more defensive presence, which I never understood because it was like, yo, like you was killing niggas in high school. Why when y'all go to the league, y'all don't got the same energy? But I guess like, uh, now no, you gotta fit no, in. No, I
2: disagree. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I, I think that well, I know that um, those every one of those guys in the league, bro, especially the guards, you know, small forwards, yeah. the guards, point guards, super duper athletic. Like that. That's why. That's why. When you see a guy like Westbrook, who's like more athletic than everybody else, like, shit. Like he. Okay. Like he looks more athletic than everybody on the court now. Imagine if he went and went and go played. You know, just against regular cats. Like, well, imagine he went overseas. Like, he his athleticism is through the roof. Like, all of those guys' athleticism is through the fucking roof, yo. Like, so, so if if your skill set ain't Ain't great, and you just athletic, it's tough to get your shit off, and and, and vice versa. If you're not athletic and your skill set is great, you still won't get your shit off because you you start looking at uh, players like um, um, uh, he's still in the league now. He went to Duke, JJ Reddick, right? I'm not saying JJ Reddick didn't have a long, good career, but JJ Reddick in college is one of the best players. Maybe now I won't say ever, but like he was one of the top. 10 players that do at the time. You look at uh, guys like Ad- Adam Morrison, a guy that you mentioned uh, the other day, Jimmer Fredette. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of these guys who were great, Grayson Allen, who were great in college, right, who are not super athletic. When they get to the league, they just can't get their thing right. Why not? Because, the, yo, the athleticism in the NBA is so out of control. It's 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 crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so you you got to be a super athlete and super skilled. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if, if Derrick Jones Jr. was was... There, yeah, my bad. Yeah. I don't know if people are nah, going yeah. crazy. Then, then <laughs> if you don't got that same skill set, whether <laughs> you know, what I'm saying to shoot or you know, you dribble really well, then then, then you're in trouble.
1: No, I, I get it. You got to fit in in the league. Like you got to fit in. Like the objectivity is to try to make as much money as possible. Like if you're not a LeBron James or a Kawhi Leonard, like you trying to stay as long as possible so you can maximize. Uh, Maximize your salary and your money, your earning potential So, I get it, kudos to them Man, I played against them, so I mean, I played against Rodney, I didn't really get the chance To play against uh, What's his name, Derrick Jones Jr. Because they were younger than me, but Rodney was Fucking locking me down in eighth grade, man Fuck that nigga, real rap (laughs) That's just me being being emotional Right now, All right, let me play These two in the
4: queue I think I I see Boston being uh, Golden State Boston coming off of two games In a row Two losses, uh, Golden State winning three out of four, but uh, two of those were against the Timberwolves. So I mean, I see uh, Boston picking it back up today and beating the uh, Golden State Warriors. So I like Boston today.
1: All right, but before we get to that, we got the Pistons and Jazz. So we got the Pistons at five and fifteen, and the Jazz at fifteen and five. One of the hottest teams in the league right now. Uh, Utah by twelve, according to Vegas. Oh man, yo, the Pistons been ruining a lot of people's days lately,
2: bro. (laughs) Not, not, (laughs) not. not, not, I mean, they just happen to beat the Lakers, but I mean, twelve in the league. Sometimes I, I be feeling like twelve in the league is a shit ton of points, and then I'm, then some days I watch people get beat by twenty five, and I'm like, damn, it's not that many. But um, I mean, Detroit they score one hundred eight points a game, bro. Um, Utah only averages one (sighs) thirteen. I find it hard to believe that that Utah gonna beat them. Well, then again, they beat Dallas by nineteen. Fuck, they beat Dallas by twelve. They beat the Knicks by fourteen. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I gotta go Utah at the crib minus the twelve. The, the Pistons do suck. I just, I just don't. I didn't think they was gonna win. I just
1: don't know if they can cover that twelve. But yeah, I guess I will go Utah minus the twelve, man. Same, here. Like I just think, like I said earlier, like Utah's is- one of the most efficient teams in the league. They rank top five, both defensively and offensively. And then, like, looking at the Pistons, they suck. Like, shout out to my Detroit guys in the building, man. But like, Pistons stopped caring about basketball since the early two thousand. So I like Utah. Utah, big. I, I, I would even put this up to 15, minus 15, just to get a little bit more money.
5: Yo, Ronjay, what did you just ask me, bro? I was doing something, bro. What did you ask me, cuz?
2: Did you sell off them stocks? Them, 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 not, not necessarily the GameStop stocks, but the AMC stock. Uh, I just want to know if you still, you held on to it or you sold.
1: All right. So the last game, and that's the game that uh, Labbar was talking about. We got the Boston Celtics ten and eight versus the eleven and nine Warriors. They got Boston minus two and a half.
2: Um, I, I actually like I, I like Boston, man. I like I like Boston minus two and a half. Damn, that, what what a comeback the Warriors made, man! The Warriors looked terrible in the beginning of the season. They ran off some wins. They they started looking like themselves. Um, you know, Curry started looking like himself. Um, I still don't like Curry like that, but um, I wish uh, Marcus Smart was playing. But I still like you know the, the combination of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and uh, Kemba Walker has yeah. been playing better as well. So yeah, so yeah.
1: I, 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 yeah, I gotta go. Boston yeah. Celtics. I mean, uh I'm looking at the injuries for the Warriors. No Wiseman, no Green, no Pascal, and then you playing a guy like Jason Tatum. I used to minus Marcus Smart. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't, I don't necessarily think Draymond Green and
2: Pascal are out. It's a day to day. That don't mean they're not playing. James Wiseman is definitely out, but uh Draymond Green and uh, Eric Pascal. Uh, that don't necessarily mean they're not playing, so they they could be
1: playing still. I, I'll check right now as you talk. Okay, Go I'm gonna take Golden State in an upset. Uh, I'm gonna take them plus two and a half. I think the game will be close. Um, I like Steph. Um, Steph right now is averaging 27 a game, on 46 percent. But that guy, Jalen Brown, he's actually playing extremely well, shooting 53 percent from the field, averaging 27.1 points per game. So. I mean, nobody's wrong. I'm not going to say you guys are wrong for thinking Boston could win this game.
3: No, no, um, yeah.
1: I, I'm just going to say the words because they're at home, even though that really doesn't make a difference in COVID-19. But I do think, you know, shooting their own baskets, they pull out upset. So I would definitely go go to State. So let yeah, me play yeah, this two in the queue. Yeah. All right. And you can let me know if these guys are playing tonight. I got,
4: I got Utah easy in this game. I mean, last time they played Detroit early in the season, they held them to like 86 points. So, uh, not that the same thing's going to happen, but um, I just think Utah will take this one rather easy.
1: Now I'm almost certain the same thing's going to happen tonight. Detroit's really that bad at basketball, so, <laughs> listen, it might be worse because, like, right now they're firing through all cylinders. Like, they just every everybody. I don't think they're a real contender out west because I don't see them being the Lakers or Clippers. <laughs> And if I feel like if Denver makes a move, I don't think they can beat them. So, I think they're going to be one of those good regular season teams where, like, we remember them for being good. But that one come, come playoffs, they either lose in the first or second round.
5: Kept the game stock. Saw the A.M. Trying to figure out what I'm going to grab next. You dig? But I got some bests in the night, man. I got I'm doing a couple, uh, you know, I don't know. DraftKings man, I got the tier shit where you pick a captain, then the player. So I'm doing a couple of them tonight, Ron Jay, man. Trying to see if I can come up on some brave bread tonight, man. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling a little randy.
2: Uh, Draymond, yeah, Draymond is probable tonight, uh, as well as Pascal. Uh, Pascal so I think they're both playing. But yeah, Wiseman is uh, is definitely out. Uh, so yeah, those two are those two a plan and yo just 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 real quick and, and not to dwell on it. How 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 far was the fall from grace for Dr- for Draymond Green? Like you know what I'm saying? Back from when he was he was damn near averaging a triple double to to now. Like bro, like how like he? I don't know if he's exposed or I don't know. Like he he's ass. I'm
1: sorry to say. He, <laughs> Like, he's ass.
2: Am I wrong or,
1: or, or no, am I tripping? You're not wrong for thinking that. And here's why. Like, think about it. When, when they had KD and Clay, like, when you have, like, you know this, like, when you have other superstars in your team, you you can shy. Like, you'll do things you normally don't do. So, and that's the reason now. So now it's just him and Steph. Wiseman is up and coming. So now it's like they're demanding you. You got to do the same things that you were doing. But now you're doing it without the two guys that were kind of hiding your deficiencies. So now it was like, yo, we need you to score more. We need you to pass more. But he was never capable. And this is the reason why he was a second-round pick. People were like, why? why? You know, Draymond should have been the first-round pick. I'm like, listen, the biggest difference between basketball and football, football is a lot of guys you got to evaluate. So, of course, you're going to miss a guy, you know, in the fifth, sixth round because it's like – it's too many motherfuckers to evaluate. Where basketball, you got your top fifty to sixty players. It's very rare that you miss on a player. I mean, you know, there's exceptions. We can look at a guy like Darko Milicic that probably shouldn't have been drafted, but you know, Draymond. Draymond is what we, what I kind of expected his career to be like. Solid role player. Shouldn't been a starter, but found the right organization. You know, to help his career, but now. He, he's getting exposed because he doesn't have su- other superstars uh, to fall back on because Steph isn't that guy. Like, Steph is a guy that's going to get you 30. And this is the same thing if Steph went to the Knicks. Like, this is the Steph y'all would have really saw. Like, a guy that can get you 30, but so he needs somebody else to feed off.
2: Mm, right, right. Yeah, listen, I I think I, – I, I actually disagree with you about the uh, – I, I think they miss a lot. I think they miss on a lot of talent in the NBA. Like, you would think, like you said, this is, you only evaluate the top 50 guys, you would think it would miss, uh, you know, less, but you, st- you start looking at guys like, like, uh, like, even Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox, and and, and there's a lot of players. I-, I think Wiseman, bro, like, Wiseman was the number one player in the country. They take this guy, he has well, then again, the game has changed, so, like, the big man is really obsolete, so if you can't really do what Joe L.B. does, I don't expect you to be, like, incredible, but still, like, that's, how that's a lot of players, I think, that that you think I can't miss that come into the league and, and disappoint you a lot to me like you know what I mean and and it's not it's to no fault of the scouts but I'm just saying like it's just a lot of players that that just miss you know what I mean and I, and I don't know if it's a confidence thing or or what it is man I I don't know I, I was actually and I'm, I'm rambling now but I was watching a documentary yesterday on uh, this cat called Shea Cotton from um, mm-hmm. California they called it called a man child like they was they, they was talking about him like before, like, you know what I'm saying, like, he was before LeBron James, but, like, he was the best thing smoking. Like, they had, I can't tell you how many NBA players and, and Slam Magazine and, and coaches was on this documentary saying, like, yo, this kid was incredible. Like, from the age, of, from, like, the sixth grade to, to 17, he was the best thing they ever saw. And they said, yo, and these NBA players saying, like, yo, he never disappointed. Like, he showed up every game and never disappointed. He performed every single fucking time. Like, he would come out there and give you 40, and and every single time, you yeah? know, like, so it, it, it was wild, and then he hurt his shoulder, and then, I don't know, shit went left for him. He had to transfer schools, and then he couldn't be eligible in college, and then they wanted to play fucking power forward. He was only six, you yeah, know, his whole career went left, and he only played in, like, overseas or whatever, but, like, if you would have seen his highlights, bro, like, he was busting Kevin Garnett's ass, and everybody, like, yo, he was, he was a beast, bro, like, he was dunking. Like grown man dunks it in sixth grade, bro. Like he was he was incredible, bro. this kid, this guy was absolutely incredible. And then he never he never made it to the league, let alone it panned out. And I know that was a long fucking rant, but I just you know, I just don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how, how you know these scouts come up and scout these players and then they just fucking bomb on you, bust on you, you know what I mean? That shit is crazy or to me.
1: Sometimes it could be even since though, like a guy like Sebastian Tuffer, like who was killing it. In the New York City area. We all know, like, being in that part of the country, like, basketball is like the predominantly sport out there. So if you're killing it in New York, like they say, you can kill it anywhere. But I feel like it wasn't more so missing the talent. It was more so. I didn't think he belonged in Portland. Like, I felt like anywhere else, he probably would have thrived in a better system. So sometimes with the draft situation, like, you just end up in a wrong place and then. One of my mans is telling me, like, that man's a business. Like, a guy like Brandon Jennings, too, like, killing it in Milwaukee, killing it in Detroit. But then eventually, like, you got to leave the league because it's like other guys, they want to go younger talent. And that's one of the reasons why I hate the one and done rule in college because a lot of these guys aren't ready to make that jump to the league. Like, they come in thinking they're the shit. And then, like you said, like, everybody's athletic. So, yeah, everybody. You're not used- yeah, you not you can't dominate the same guys you dominate in high school and college. Um, so, it becomes extremely harder for guys like that to stick around in the league long term. Um, but let me pop these bubbles in the queue.
4: Man, Draymond, I've always said it, man. Draymond was only as good as his surroundings, bro. Like, look, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? He put up some numbers. But it's, it's, <laughs> you put anybody in that position with the Golden State Warriors that year, you, man, they had JaVel McGee looking good, bro. And shout out to JaVel because he's decent. But, I mean, everybody on that team was looking stellar, bro. Because, yeah, I mean, come on now. But I've always thought Draymond wasn't what, what he, you know what I mean? Like, what they made him out to be. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was easy for him with the with the people he had.
1: Another point real quick as far as these bubbles. Like, Draymond wasn't even the guy at Michigan State. Like, if you go back and look at those Michigan State teams, he wasn't the number one option. He was the same player that he was in the league. Like, really straight guy, like, as far as defensively. That's what they needed him for, like. He was that rah-rah guy for Tommy
5: though. Of course you're not wrong. We're talking about Draymond Green. That shit was like putting together a perfect puzzle. He was on a team with probably arguably two of the greatest shooters of all time. He was a gadget guy that couldn't score. Great leader, great floor general, relentless and tenacious. And wasn't scared of <laughs> no fucking body he was just, uh, he was just filled in, in a great, great, great space. He was in a perfect condition or perfect thing for him. Now that that thing ain't perfect no more, and he don't have those fucking weapons, he still got uh, stuff, But let's face it, Draymond was never a scorer. I mean, triple double probably. He'll get lucky and get fucking 10. He'll have to beg to get that. He might get 10 assists quicker than him scoring. He's going to get some rebounds, too. He's definitely going to get assists. Very good pass Big Man, but it's Draymond.
1: It's almost like playing in a park. So it's like, Roger, you go to the park, right? And everybody mm-hmm. knows you that guy, like you that scorer. Like, of course you will get double teams, sometimes even triple teams, depending on what park you go to. So, of course, the guys that you normally wouldn't pass the ball to are going to get open shots. And it's like every trash can gets a stake. So it's like. You make those guys look better than what they are. And, and that's exactly what happened in Golden State. Especially when KD came, because, like, now you got to pick your poison. You got to stick Steph, because he can shoot anywhere in the fucking gym. Play, right. can fucking score off two dribbles. And then KD's a fucking 6'7", a shooting guard that can shoot the ball anywhere. So it's like, of course, it's a guy like JaVel McGee is going to look better than what he is. Or a guy like uh, Draymond looks better than he is. If I was Draymond, and ja- I mean, kudos to uh, Javale because he left when he could, and I think he's making a- he's eating off that. That's what Draymond should have done. Draymond should have looked good as much as he can. had somebody like the Knicks or one of them bottom feeders out east or west, pay him a match contract and make his money. Because at the end of the day, I uh, do not know, these him. He he eating like you can't you can't sell those rings or sell those trophies. As long as yeah. you invest the money properly, you're
3: gonna be straight. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, in terms of the money, like, this is the second time I heard you say that. Like, like I don't like who's actually. Well, I can't say that because there are players out there that that only focus on the money, right? But like, if if I'm getting paid eight, nine, ten, twelve million dollars a year, right? I I'm just talking about me, just me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't give a fuck about going nowhere to make max money. Like, I'm going to go to the Knicks and, and go make 25 30 You know what I'm saying? Well, let's say $25 million a year. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, that's just me, though. I'm a, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not weird. I'm just different. Like, money don't move me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like especially the excess of money. You know what I mean? So, yo, trust me. He's not doing nothing more making $10 million a year, a, a year than he's going to do with $25 million a year. You're not doing an extra. I promise you. You know what I'm saying? Unless you wanted to, oh, or you wanted to, uh, 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 the 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 Gulfstream and some shit like that. Maybe now you got a little extra leeway to buy the golf stream or some shit like that. I don't know. But like, you're not doing an extra in your life with the with the extra fifteen million dollars. I promise you, you're not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just so so so. In my eyes, if I'm playing, like I'm trying to play to 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 be as happy as I can play with motherfuckers I want to play with, win games, obviously. I'm not worrying about maxing out my – like I said, that's just speaking for me because there's plenty of guys that do it, that want to get as much money as they can. I'm just saying, for me, money, the excess of money don't move me like that. So once you straight, you done bought your mother a house, you bought your your brother a house, everybody good, I don't give a fuck about going nowhere just to be going somewhere for the bread. F all that shit, man. I'm trying to stay as happy as I can. And if he happy and go to state, I like him
1: then,
4: I, yeah, I think you should stay
1: and go to state. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like you said, you made a valid point. Like, me personally, like, I came from immigrant parents. Like, most, my parents came from Haiti. So I know what it is to be poor. Like, i I'm damn near the win. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want anybody to confuse the message that I'm about to say now. Like, I love winning. Like, I love, I, I hate losing more than I love winning. So that, that's going to go show you right there. Like, even if we flip the fucking quarters, like, I wouldn't win. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, I know, like, just being poor and growing up in a third world country, like, money was everything for us. So it was like, you was either rich or you was poor. Like, it was no middle class. So, like, I, I don't fault guys for trying to get money. But, like you said, a lot of these guys don't really come from poverty and, like, a different... No, country. no,
2: no, no. No, no, don't lose your train of thought. Don't lose your train of thought. I just want to say this real quick. Not, Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I don't care about money. I'm saying the excess of money. You understand okay. what I'm saying? So once you start making, I don't care if you was in poverty or not, or you came from middle class. If you start making $10, $15 million a year, it doesn't matter now, if I want to go make $30 million a year, $10, $15 million a year is going to get the same things that the person that's making $30 million a year is going to get. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't care about the excess of it. Like, once you, like I said, you you poor, you came from nothing, and you're making $10 million a year, you're cool there. I don't think in your mind you be like, nah, fuck that. I need the $50 million. Like, nah. Like, yo, this is more money than I ever know what to do with. You know what I'm saying? And 50 is going to be way more than I than that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. Continue what you were saying. I'm just saying, I don't want you to think i was saying money in general. I'm saying the excess of it. Once you get to a certain level, I don't give a fuck about making 50 if I'm making 10. It don't really, it just don't move me like that. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I, I feel you. So, I mean, I kind of did lose my train of thought. But oh
2: I'm no, no I fucked
1: you up. <laughs> because I kind of around and messed up my train of thought. But it's all love. Like- <laughs>
3: Ron J, MK, we trust You know who it is You know what I do I come through the building On every show Showing mad love Dapping everybody up
4: I mean, I think What happened with Draymond See, it was was, was, I think it was the desperation too I mean, that team started to crumble They was about to lose all their pieces They was trying to retain as much as they could After KD left Because they gave up so much to get KD so I mean I think as far as bench wise is what I'm talk about because that bench in, in fifteen is not the same bench that they had in six you know sixteen and seventeen but yeah I think Draymond was the it, it was the right time right right place right time because they was crumbling Golden State wanted to retain them they gave him that 118 million for five years and uh, he took it you know what I'm saying so I don't think he was gonna get 118 anywhere else I mean I, maybe maybe I don't know I just don't see it so. He, good. You know, he he did the right thing by
1: staying. why I'm telling you, teams would throw money at anybody. Like, I I remember if you, if you remember Raji when when the when the television contracts came through. The yes, I do. Out, when Solid came up, they was giving niggas any type of money. Tyler Johnson. Any, any type of money. They was just throwing. Money. <laughs> it was to the point where I was like, damn, like I need to sharpen my skills, like because. <laughs> They fuck around, throw me five mil. That's all I need. That's what I'm saying, though. So, you, you made the perfect point. Oh, five mil. That's all I
2: need. All I need is five. I'm cool. I'm Gucci. I think once you get that five, you're not thinking about making 117 somewhere. Like, all right, cool. Listen, I'm cool on five. If I get that 117, that'd be fucking incredible. But guess what? I'm cool off this five. Like, I'm good for life. Like, off this five, I promise you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know.
1: That's just the way I think. No, nah, you're right, $5 million. I don't think of nothing else. I invested in properly. I'm pretty much set. Um, let me
3: find insane. a bubble in the queue. Okay, I got to disagree with you, Ronjay. I got to disagree with you. No problem. The billionaire is never satisfied. The millionaire is never satisfied. The ga- The great ones are never satisfied. Never satisfied with where they at, and that's what makes you great. The great radio hosts are never satisfied with just being the best radio host in their city. They want to be the best radio host across the country. They want to be syndicated. They want to be the best syndicated show. So that's what makes The Great Ones. Yo, it's about the money for that reason. Because it's about, yo, I'm trying to get more. I'm still trying to get more. My talent's worth more.
2: These, your, your, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, knock your, your uh, take on it, but you're 100% incorrect, right? Uh, the great ones want more in terms of being better. So LeBron James uh, or, or Michael Jordan was never satisfied with one ring. It was okay, especially Kobe, right? It was okay. We won this one. Let's get another one. Okay, we won two. Let's get a third. Oh, we won a third. Let's get a fourth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I want MVP this year. I want to. You know, I want to be one MVP next year, or one Defensive Player of the Year. Let's do it again. That—that's a different thing. That has nothing to do with money, right? That—that that monetary game might come with that, but trust me, Michael Jordan wasn't in the gym thinking about yo, I gotta get this contract. I'm—I'm I'm putting up a hundred shots. I'm—I'm I'm the first one in the gym, the last one to leave. He wasn't thinking about money, doing none of that. I promise you. That you know what I'm saying? It has nothing. That has nothing to do with the monetary game, and the person that thinks. The person that says that is the person I know who has no money. Because when you get money, you realize, "Oh, this ain't nothing." You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm talking on a small scale, right? Like like I got plenty of money, right? Like on a small scale, right? I'm doing fine. I I I know that yo, this ain't this ain't nothing. Like this this is this is, this is you know what I'm saying? This is a made up shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I got everything I need. You know, you know what I mean? This has nothing to do with striving to get better at doing something. That's a totally different thing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, money is not gonna be the thing that wakes you up at, at four o'clock in the morning to outwork everybody else, to put up two thousand shots instead of thousand shots. Money's not gonna do it. I promise you that. I don't care, I don't care what you're thinking. You know what I'm saying, and that same for the radio host. That radio host wants to be the best radio host they can be. Sure, it's gonna be monetary gain to come with it, but they're not waking up at three o'clock in the morning checking all the stats, getting all the stuff they can get because they are thinking about their next contract. That's not happening.
1: Just just my thoughts on it. So I think you're incorrect there. But good. No, nah, I agree with everything you said because it was like me, like I wanted to play Division One basketball. Like there's no mm-hmm. money that comes comes come with Division One basketball. Like it was just like get up, you know take as much shots, learn, learn the game, and then everything else will come with it. Um, so, I definitely agree. Like, if you want to be the best at something, you're not really thinking about the money. You're just thinking about no like, way. Wh- whatever you're trying to think about it. Everything else will fall into place, and that's what's Right. So, yeah, like, if, like, think about it. Like, a guy like Stephen A., like, he wasn't think about money at the time. I'm pretty sure he was poor, but it was like, yo, I just want to be the greatest fucking analyst or greatest fucking TV host and – He'll tell you like the money came after, like ESPN paid him after. Like the mayor fucking did ten, fifteen years at the fucking station. I think he left a couple of times before they acknowledged him. So um, I appreciate you, Sports Rumble, but you know I we, I, I disagree. Just different opinions, yeah, just yeah, just different opinions.
2: Yeah, that's that's all it is. Yeah. And, and but I, I just want to let you know if that's your if that's your driving force, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's all I'm saying. Like if you think, oh yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on sports on stereo and, and and I wanna get a million followers so I can get a million dollars, like yo, you're setting yourself up for failure. Either you love what you're doing and you wanna be the best at it because you have that drive, and if that shit come with it, which is probably will cause any anybody at the top level, whatever they're doing, I don't care if you stacking cups. That motherfucker who stack cups, who the fastest motherfucker stacking cups, that's why he gets paid. That motherfucker who play video games at the highest. Level he gets paid, but they play them games because they play them games because they love playing them games and they want to be the best. Not because oh they thinking you know what I'm saying I want to get a hundred million dollars.
1: That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like I said, we could always agree to disagree. Like you said, yeah, because the guys that don't love it end up they don't stick around anyway. No way. Like, you gotta love it. Like they got it. Like a you, you. That's why you don't find Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan and LeBron James in the street every day. Like it's like.
3: Because we're always quick
1: to deem, like, oh, this guy. Like, I remember they were saying Andrew Wiggins is the next Kobe. And I'm like, yo, slow the fuck down. No, he's not. Like, chill yeah, out bro. You don't, You don't find Kobe Bryant in the street. Like, that's cool. Like, I could just be like, oh, my, my son is going to be the next Kobe. Like, nah, like, slow your roll. He's a really good player. And, and we'll wait to get to the league. Like, I mean, it's the media's job. Like, everybody's ready. Like, fucking Patrick Mahomes is the next time Brady. Like, let's chill. Like, the guy won one. And let's see where his career goes. So I don't know who this is. but
4: it is. I think a good example of that is, is, see, basketball, I think, is different, man. Basketball, I've seen, I mean, we, we've, like you said, Ron J and NK, you know, you've seen players take less money. They're like, look, you know what I mean? I'm going to take less money. Dwayne Wayne did it. Um, LeBron did it. Um... I, I, I'm not even going to mention everybody else. You, y'all know who did it, man. A lot of players, a lot of superstars, a lot of these top elites that keep winning champions. That's why they, they gave up money to win championships. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, it, it, it's not always about the money. It's not all about the money. Once, I've always said that too, Ron J. It's true. I mean, once you were a certain plateau millionaire, okay, you got more in there, but <laughs> most millionaires die way before they get to spend all of that anyway. So, I mean to have 150 million compared to 50 million, I'm still good.
2: <laughs> and, and, I, and I know this is a sports show and uh, uh, I don't I want to make this a life show but like even like Jeff Bezos right like Jeff Bezos is not doing what he's doing because of the money like he, he has more money than he can ever know to do it. He's he's just trying to constantly improve the product. He's trying to move into more spaces and, and, and find any opportunities he can get into and dominate those spaces not money comes with it. But he's not doing it for the money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, like I said, and not to make this a, a, a life thing, it's a sports show, but just in general, you, know, you people are leading you down the wrong path. If you think, like, motherfuckers, like, oh, we got to get to the bag, we got to get all this shit. I'm not saying you got to live in poverty. I'm saying you want to get to as happy as you can be, not the most money you, as you can make. There's plenty of people that make a shit ton of money that are very unhappy. The goal is to get as happy as you want, you, you can possibly get not make as much money as you can get. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're making a shit ton of money and you're happy at what you're doing, then you fucking hit Nirvana. You know what I'm saying? But like like people got the game fucked up and they they, they misleading motherfuckers to think, oh no, you gotta get to the bag. And once they get to the bag and they they think they thinking to themselves, damn, but why I'm not happy? Like what like what do I gotta do now? You know what I'm saying? And then that sends you to, to a tailspin. You know what I mean? Now you super depressed because you like yo, y'all told me if I got to the bag that I was going to be happy. And guess what? I'm not happy. What what am I gonna do now? And you don't even know which way to go from there. You know what I'm saying? So it's a dangerous thing to tell people, yo, it's all about the money. It's all about, it's not. It's about getting as happy as you can and being with the people you love and doing shit that you like to do. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the whole point of, of, of being an entrepreneur. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you don't want to work for a motherfucker, a dickhead you don't want to work for. You want to work with people you love and do shit that you like to do every day. That's the goal. Once you start doing that.
1: Trust me. You ain't going to worry too much about how much money you make after that and I'm done again. Yeah, perfectly said, like, especially from a psychological standpoint with the field I'm currently in, it's like, you can be, money is not everything. Like, I know, like you said, there's a lot of people and this is why suicide is, like, probably at one of the all-time rates because it's like people think, like, and and it could just be the generation or it could be, like, you know, the people before us saying, like, get money, get money, get money. You get it and it's like, I'm still unhappy and you could have been unhappy from another cause. It could have been family problems. I don't know, you name it, but it's like you gotta figure out what what's causing you to be unhappy, be
3: happy, and everything else will fall in the place nk we trust and ron jay having a great talk tonight represent that hashtag sports on great to have you guys having a talk on here hopefully ron jay you're talking some sense into nk we trust with his parlay picks getting him in the mood to make some picks tomorrow and get us a winner because we want some winners on winner wednesday anyways have a great talk today gentlemen always love seeing that banner represented and always love seeing nk we trust and ron jay live on this app yes my cat is meowing because she loves it too anyways take care guys have a good talk thanks
1: no, Dan is like that perfect promo guy. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, Dan's a fucking nut.
2: Yeah, Dan killing people on the logo. Yeah, <laughs> um, my, my kids out here running them up. Let's. I, I do want to uh, before I go. Um, I want to put in a quick lotto ticket. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. These NBA games, player to score first, right? So we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. All right, here we go. So, four four different teams. I'm uh, four games. So. The Clippers and Brooklyn Nets, player to score first. You got your your options. I mean, you probably know the starters. Paul George, Kyrie Irving, Serge Ibaka, Patrick Patterson, uh, Kevin Durant,
1: James Harden, Joe Harris, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan. Who you got scoring first? I usually like going with the center because they're like usually, if you went off the tip, you can do a quick pick and roll and score. So I would either go with either center from either the Clippers or Brooklyn, I'm gonna say DeAndre Jordan from the from the net score first. We are definitely
2: we we are
1: definitely not taking DeAndre Jordan.
2: He's plus (laughs) sixteen hundred. That guy scores like four points. He scores like four points a game, bro. Just zero percent chance. I'm going with DeAndre Jordan. I I, I, I'm coming out. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, I'm going. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm definitely not going DeAndre Jordan. Fuck out of (laughs) here. I'm going to go with your man, Joe Harris. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I think the Nets are going to win the tip. So I'm going to go with uh, Joe Harris, right? Boom. Um, Three more. So we got a uh, play to score first in the um, wizards Trailblazers game. Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Ennis Cantor, Robert Covington, Robin Lopez, Nasir Little, Gary Trent Jr., uh, Denny Avija, uh,
1: Roy Hachimera, or Russell Westbrook. Who you got? Ooh, so we got to go who's going to win the tip. And it's the Wizards and who? Uh, Portland Trailblazers. I'm going to say Portland wins the tip.
2: That don't mean they're going to score first, just to let you know. I just went with that logic. You know what I'm saying? The the person who gets the tip, they're going to get the first shot off. That's all. That's what I think. Okay. I'm going to go Dame. Damien Lillard to score first. Boom. All right. Damien Lillard. uh, We're going to do two more Uh, Celtics and Warriors. You got Steph Curry, Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker. Kevon Looney, Tristan Thompson, Draymond Green, Daniel Tice, Kelly Oubre,
1: Andrew Wiggins, or Jason Tatum? I'm going to go Boston Jason Tatum. Uh, Jason
2: Tatum. And last one, we're going to do one more, make it a four-teamer. Uh, Toronto and Orlando Magic. So you got – oh, I already know. Matter of fact, I ain't even going to let you pick this one. Nikola Vucevic, that's my guy. He's scoring that shit first. I, I, I'm telling you right now. If, if I don't get no, no other ones than that, that, that one's hitting uh so that's um oh I don't even wanna throw that on there. So all right, boom. Five dollars. That's gonna be ten thousand eight hundred dollars if it if it hit. <laughs> so so listen, this this is the type of shit I'm on. I'm gonna split that shit with you right down the middle if that motherfucker wins. Fifty four hundred a pop. <laughs> send
1: me send me them on, on Instagram. I'll probably do the same uh, well. I got
2: uh, I'll send it right now. Uh, I got I, I got to sign off because my kids about to uh kick some of my ass. Uh, hopefully not mine. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna send that to
1: you, uh, literally right now, and we should be good. All right, everybody, I appreciate y'all for listening. there I appreciate you for jumping off. All right, I'll let y'all on tonight, I guess. I got another show at right nine, so holy shit. yeah, I said I said that all over to you. All right, thanks for all everybody right. for listening, man. I appreciate y'all.